Hi everyone and welcome to the Two Men in a Pineapple podcast. My name is Cody. And I'm Michael. And we are two 30-year-old millennials living in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. The purpose of this podcast is to identify, deconstruct, and discuss the life events facing millennials. Each podcast episode will focus on one to two topics and present them in the form of what I wish I knew. We will share our own experiences, as well as the tips, tricks, and secrets we've learned along the way, which will hopefully encourage you to think, reflect, and discuss these topics amongst yourselves, your friends, and family. This podcast will be successful if it helps you to be able to live a happier, healthier, and more fulfilling life. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 7 of the Two Men and a Pineapple podcast. Today we're discussing what I wish I knew about quarantine. All right, so let's get started with what our quarantines looked like. Yeah, Mike, so uh, what was your quarantine like? (laughs) You want me to go first? Um, I don't know. I had a fantastic time, to be honest with you. I I still worked, so uh, through the university, we were still teaching some courses online. They switched over pretty nicely, so that was great. I I don't know. I I live in a one-bedroom or, I guess, two-bedroom apartment with my wife, so we still had our space away from each other which was great. <laughs> Although we were there, like she was also working. So it's not like we actually lost our job. So that was a really different experience than everyone else. So wait, you and so you're married and you live together during quarantine and you did not get divorced. <laughs> no, <laughs> I actually bought a, a basketball net, a little mini basketball net early on, like the, before quarantine happened, just so that we could like play. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I think I'm fun like that. I'm going to be like one of those fun dads later in life. Um, so I, I bought this basketball net and we would just play competitions. That's how we like burned our, or like eased our tensions. It was like 21, like playing like 21 back in the day. So you think that's what kept you guys together? Shooting basketball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basketball saved us. No, I, I think that just diffused the tension, a lot of it. Because it was like... We're in each other's space all the time. And so when we're off of the screens, off of Zoom, off of these meetings, we're like so wound up because it's like we haven't moved in like four hours. So it was a really good uh, release to have, like play this game or like compete or move around. Speaking on that, we also worked out in the morning. We did a lot more. I think I had a way better quarantine time than 99% of the people out there. I don't know. What was your experience? Yeah, well, for me, if we're going back to March of 2020, uh, I was working in a, my therapy clinic, and I was off the day that everything shut down, and I actually had a trip planned to go to oh, Western yeah. Canada, yeah. and I was going to be leaving in four or five days, and everything just shut right down. So, you know, work was going really well up to that point, and uh, it was a shock to just go from, you know, being really busy at work to not working at all. Yeah. So that happened, work closed down. And then at the time I was discussing with my travel partner if we're still going to go or not. And we decided not to, so we canceled all our plans. So that was a big bummer Mm -hmm. because we hadn't been on vacation for a long time. So we ended up not going on our trip either, which was really good because we'd hate to have flown all the way there than (laughs) being stuck in that province. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I remember back in March, so work shut down. Uh, My trip was canceled. So I'm sitting at home and I was like, oh, you know what? This is only going to last like a couple of weeks. We'll be back at work. Yeah. And um, I remember my mom at the time, she's like, you're nuts. It's definitely going to be a month, yeah. <laughs> yeah. which is funny because now, you know, eight months later, and we're, <laughs> yeah. we're still uh, we're still living it. Yeah. 
So uh, I agree with you, Michael, in terms of my quarantine was definitely better than most. I'm very grateful to really have nothing to complain about. Um, I I went on the the Serb, mm-hmm. right? Did you, you use the Serb at all? Yeah. So they had that limit where you couldn't make or you could make a thousand dollars. Yeah. So I was teeing and I made just under it. So I was able to collect my sal like not salary, but my paycheck and Serb at the same time. Anyone out there who doesn't know what the CERB is, that's just the Canadian Emergency Response Benefit. It's just the government will give you $2,000 yeah. for each month that you uh, are not working effectively because of COVID yeah. or because of quarantine or you're isolating. So Michael and I both went on that for various amounts of time. And uh, this also brings us into kind of what did we spend our time doing yeah. during quarantine, right? Yeah. I think you know part of you know what I... I guess, what I wish I knew or what I reflect upon with quarantine is I think you could have went in two different directions. And uh, we talked about this, kind of what we did. And we think there was the type of person who just was like, you know what? I don't got to work right now. I'm getting $2,000 from the government. Let me just chill at home. I'll watch Netflix. I'll just be like a couch potato. And then on the other side, there was a person that said, you know what? I'm going to try that side hustle or that hobby that I've always wanted to do. Right? I'm going to try to better myself have a growth mindset and, uh, you know, try to better myself. Yeah. That's actually a really good point. The growth mindset. I didn't even think of that. I know, um, during mine, I totally forgot when you're mentioning you had to cancel your trip. I was supposed to go this year alone to Seattle, Paris, Hamilton, not very far. (laughs) And then Manitoba. And that was just for like conferences that all got canceled and Denver. And then, on top of that, we had our trip planned. Paul and I had a trip planned out east, and that got canceled. So, like even after all that stuff, I still had a great time at home. I totally forgot it. Those had all gone canceled. That's crazy. Yeah. So that growth mindset for sure. I think I actually started learning Tagalog, uh, like my my wife's nat- native language, just because I wanted to you know be productive during it. But I tra- I treated my day like a nine to five anyway. So I made sure I was up early. I know like I'm, I'm doing research. So I'd finished practically 80% of my research that I'm done because I just took the time to chip away at it. Right. So I got most of it done. So I'm, I'm you know, so happy about that. I think I used that time wisely, but I couldn't imagine. I don't know about you, but I couldn't imagine just sitting around like I'm already like high energy, like need to do something all the time, like. I don't know. I couldn't just sit here and watch Netflix. I, I always mention that when like clients ask me what, what movies or TV shows I watch, and I say I don't watch TV. Oh, 80% of people are shocked by that. I have a very difficult time just sitting and watching a screen. Yeah. I feel like I'm not doing anything. Yeah. So uh, it's very rarely do you see me just watching That's a TV actually show. weird for me to hear from you as well. Like I'm, I'm still shocked. I just but, thought Cody would sit there after like 8 o'clock in his chair and wait for bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> funny guy over here (laughs) going back to i think just to kind of summarize what we were talking about is you know what i wish i knew about quarantine was i i kind of wish i knew how long it was going to be yeah because i don't think anyone saw that yeah and i i wish i knew like you and i kind of capitalize on this but i think everybody you know think about this what i wish i knew is you could be productive in that time you could take that time and rather than catastrophize and think the world's going to end and really just veg out, you could do
do your side hustle. You could focus time on something that you've always wanted to do. You know, getting closer with family, getting closer with a pet. You know, trying that side hustle, like I said. Get close with a pet. Get close <laughs> with a pet, right? If we're going, you know, into, you know, what I wanted to talk about is before quarantine happened, I was working a ton, like a ton, like 50 plus hours of direct patient care a week. That's nuts. Which is, which is insane. Yeah. Right? And... I was I would thought I was loving it. I thought that's my life, and people would say to me all the time, "You're working way too much, right? You're never gonna be able to, you know, get married with that. No one's gonna want to marry someone that's working all the time like yeah, that, yeah. Um, right? You never. I got a dog, right? Mm-hmm. You never like see your dog, right? What happened to your hobbies, friends, things like that? And I was so focused on work, I really had no work life balance, yeah. and but I was blind. I did not see that at all. So when quarantine came and I couldn't work, yeah, you think by what I'm telling you how I was before quarantine, I would have hated quarantine. But what really happened was I really liked it because being forced not to work, I could dedicate and open my eyes to these other things. My dog, my family, my friends. You know, we golfed so much during yeah. quarantine. Yeah. Um, relationships. And, you know, I did other things, right? I created, I always talked about starting a YouTube channel, mm-hmm. right? I went ahead and I did that. And I dedicated almost all my time for probably a month there. Yeah. into doing that so now getting back to work i can i can choose to work as much as i did before quarantine i said no no i want that work-life balance what am i going to go back doing that for mm-hmm. right i'm living a, a much more satisfied life now now than i was back then yeah it's interesting because we have different uh employment than everyone else so ours is <clears throat> patient-based so if you have no patients you have no job right so right those who have like a nine to five sit down job that their whole business was like, no, cancel, right? I still think you could have done a side hustle, right? Like there's so many, even if it wasn't a side, we say side hustle, but like even if it wasn't a side hustle, you'd spend more time with your kids, right? Get to know them. They're stuck at home too, right? And maybe you work nine to five all the time, plus overtime, plus whatever for all these businesses, uh, how they kind of elbow you into doing more work sometimes right and all of a sudden that stops you take a breath and you realize oh my son or daughter's 13 years old like what's going on in their life right and you realize that you know it's hard on you but it's 10 times harder on them because they have a social circle of like 50 people right now they're not meeting each other anymore you get that time with your children and that's something that i saw in in my family's like my niece my brother and and his daughter they are now a lot closer because of that time, right? So it's, it's an interesting trade-off. Like, I know our jobs are so different because I did the exact same thing you did. I lessened my load <clears throat> considerably so that I had more time. Um, and I also have different avenues. But but that aside, we have that choice where others didn't. So it was actually a hu- probably a huge benefit for them uh, to get back to family. Kind of if I dig a little deeper into what you're saying is you know what i wish i knew is how obsolete the nine to five gig is becoming yeah that could be a podcast in itself yeah seriously right think of everyone out there that's working from home yeah right and listening to this podcast right now yeah you know go into a job nine to five monday to friday in an office uh you know i don't know if many of those are going to be coming back yeah right look at how easy and how um convenient it is working from home yeah right you have you can really optimize your time, right? If you know you don't have to travel and you don't, you don't have to pack lunches, right? Yeah. And you don't have the stress of sitting in traffic every day, 
right? You can spend your time with the kids in, with your kids in the morning, mm-hmm. right? You can eat lunch with them, right? You can do your hobbies. You can work out at home, right? Gyms. That's another thing too. Yeah. Think about going to the gym, right? Yeah. Taking your time to go do that. Well, if you're working from home, you might as well just work out from home too. Yeah. It's so the the atmosphere, the climate has changed so dramatically. For me, when I used to TA uh, anatomy courses, I'd have to go in class, right? We dissect cats, whatever. They they switched the whole thing to be online. So not only am I able to sit here and do it all online, but those kids get i would i would argue a much worse education because of it right they're not actually knees deep into this this learning so it's changing a lot of what we perceived as normal before and i think that we could argue this going back and forth right like Mm -hmm. and on your topic saying like your nine to five is now at home again being devil's advocate your nine to five is now at home when you get up away from your computer, there's no driving back home, right? There's no destination you have to go to. You just turn around and get up. So now your entire world can be in a 400 square, 400 square foot space. You could just be going insane, right? Like you have no reason to go outside anymore. So that, yeah, we could argue both sides, right? There's a pro and a con to that. And you know, personally, when I went back to the lab, most productive day I've ever had, right? I'm sitting in here in front of a computer all day, feel like I get nothing done, and then I go to the lab and it's like I crush out all of these things on my to-do list, right? That's funny you say that because a lot of clients I'm having this discussion with, they're saying they're working even more hours at home than they were yeah. in the office. Yeah. Right? So I, I don't know what it is really. Is it, you know, we've realized how useless in-person meetings are, Oh right? my God, yeah. Like seriously, meetings are a joke. Like yeah. you don't really even need to have them, right? So, I mean, you're sitting at home working. I just, I hear from so many people, you know, they just, they start working in the morning and then they work right till afternoon. They get like a quick bite to eat and they go right back to, to working again. And then it's like seven, eight o'clock at night. Yeah. They're finishing work. That sounds like productivity has increased. I would even say, I would double down on that as well. I have more access to more people quicker than I did before, right? If I wanted to have a meeting with my lab group and my, my supervisor, no way in hell would I find a time where we could all be in the same place at the same time, driving, you know, commutes, all that stuff, classes. And now it's like, hey, 30 minutes on Zoom now, right? And it's like, okay, that that window of time that maybe would be for driving mm-hmm. to get to the, to the school is now actually just your meeting time. So you have way more access to people and you have more access to people at a longer range of time. I've had meetings at like 11 o'clock at night, right? I have a, another job where we have uh, an entire team of athletic therapists and everyone's like, oh no, I can't make it, can't make it. And so finally our boss says, what about 10 o'clock at night? And what are you gonna say? Well, obviously you can put your own boundaries and we could probably talk about that uh, as well during this podcast. But we all said, yeah, right? We had access to Zoom, we had access to you know this video conferencing mm-hmm. and we had a meeting at 10 o'clock at night, right? So I totally agree. This popular guy right <laughs> I totally agree. I'll double down with what you said. You have way more uh, more productivity time uh, and less boundaries, I'd say. Much less boundaries. So what do you think about, you know, work, so working from home, most of our time spent at home, you know, people are really focusing on like home renovations and really yeah. optimizing their, yeah. th- their homes. I think we've really realized, you know, the value in our living quarters. 
That's funny that we were talking about that, and I took a I took a kitchen table and made it into a, made it into my desk. <laughs> <laughs> I should have probably bought an extra desk, but I was like, whatever. But no, I totally agree. You're spending instead of spending your time on, I don't know, a new car, uh, you know, bus passes, whatever, any of these things that you normally do to get to work or to be at work, you're just investing back into your house to make that spot you're gonna sit for 18 yeah. hours into the most luxurious you know 18 hour freaking desk ever it's, it's so as soon as you said investing the word invest right i thought about you know another thing realizing with quarantine is how much how few dollars we actually need to like live on oh right? my god you're yeah. cutting this stuff out you know bus passes eating out movies mm-hmm. all these things right it seems like we're just paying for for netflix right now yeah right <clears throat> by the way it went up <laughs> yeah like so investing like right now a lot of the talk is you know the CERB that was being paid out people were just putting that in the stock market mm-hmm. right they didn't really have any expenses they weren't working they're staying at home no unless you know rents were deferred mortgages were deferred yeah uh, people were just throwing that in the stock market so I think people realized I hope people realized the importance of investing and putting money away and yeah. saving for the future saving rates are up that's kind of a blessing in disguise mm-hmm. right so I hope people take from this you know, when we do get back to, you know, full-time work and not all this quarantine and isolating, it's important to save money and invest and think of that aspect of life as well. Yeah, definitely. It was, uh, yeah, I guess the same blessing in disguise. But we went from, I guess, spending, I don't know, like a lot of our time was, like, or sorry, a lot of our money was spent, like you said, like, I don't know, for our university, it's like $1,000 for a parking pass, right? don't need it that's an extra thousand dollars that's saved boom right so tesla stock <laughs> yeah <laughs> but like let's say you go to the gym that's six hundred dollars a year bang you freaking put it in your you you purchase an online program right for a year it costs you maybe like 40 bucks i, I have yeah. no idea right or do it on your own or all of the people that are doing it for free on youtube now right everyone wants to make their own channel you can just follow along yeah that's what we did we did a 30-day yoga challenge free so we just did that twice right that was like part of our uh quarantine routine i guess you could say mm-hmm. so yeah we saved I went, you know, a whole chunk of money right and but again you're we can i don't know if you want to dive into like i don't know like my what i had an issue with with quarantine yeah mike let's talk about it what so, did you have issues <laughs> with in quarantine uh honestly it was my internet so we're with Akinac, which is a, uh, I think it's from Quebec. Akinac, we're not getting any kickbacks off of this. No, we're not at all. My For the whole year, we spent under $700 for internet. Unlimited, uh, download, upload, all that wow. stuff. Right? And so we pay out front, so we don't have a monthly bill, which is fantastic, right? This one more thing that's not coming out of your, out of your bank account. So we did that, <clears throat> thinking, fantastic, we're going to have the best internet, all this stuff. Well, obviously this, and this was two years ago, right? So we think we're gonna have the best internet. It's gonna be super fast. That's what they advertise, right? So we get it, it is super fast, but you need a router. So they obviously tell you buy this specific router, you'll do great. We bought it, absolute garbage. (laughs) So our internet would drop on average maybe, or like at least our router would break on average like seven, eight times a month. And that was like, we're playing games, watching TV, whatever, and it would just drop, right? So then quarantine happened, 
and all of a sudden I got to be on video chat, like video calls. I'm teaching kids on online. I'm email, all this other stuff, right? And not only that, my wife is doing the exact same thing times 10. She, her job went full functional, like fully functional online at home. So she's using the internet like, like a savage. And all of a sudden it dropped and we're like, oh God, like I was in the middle of like an important meeting. She was too. And it just drops. We're like, uh oh, is this going to be like, and usually when it drops once it drops for like the next whole month randomly, like there was no consistency. So we spent a lot of money on getting upgrading our internet, which we thought was a problem, which ends up, it wasn't the problem. Then we bought a new route. We bought two, I bought two new routers. Because I thought if the first router broke, at least I have the second one. I mean, like if the first router did like didn't work. So right now we have a, a Google Nest, the Wi-Fi Nest thing, <clears throat> just because it was the best one. It was like very expensive. I actually cost us probably the, close to the amount our internet costs for the whole year. So I think it was like five hundred bucks, and our internet's like seven hundred, right? So um, put that into perspective, and. We haven't had a drop since, but we spent a lot of money just to make sure that we were solid, right, for that stuff. And then then getting, like, Disney Plus subscription, right, getting all these streaming subscriptions so we don't actually have cable because, honestly, we worked we worked so, so much that we were never at home, and it completely flipped uh, after quarantine happened or after COVID happened. So we didn't really, we only had Netflix and we actually shared that among like two people. So we didn't really pay much. And then uh, quarantine happened and you know, Netflix, that Netflix account got overloaded. Right. So we got Disney plus, we got all these other ones. So we did lower our expenses with a lot of stuff that we did, but we also upped them as well because we needed to have, you know, that security and internet. Well, that was our only one thing. We ended up borrowing internet, like a Wi-Fi connection from our neighbor upstairs. It was insane how bad it got. I don't know. That was my bad. That was my only downfall of this COVID thing so far, and not being able to play or like play, but like play sports outside. Yeah. In the early times. Yeah, I don't know if anyone out there can relate to what Michael just said. His little uh, COVID rant. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, like, I could go on and on about how bad this freaking router was. Yeah, he's but... shaking his chair right now. His face is <laughs> turning red like a tomato. Another another thing to mention too that today's Michael's birthday. Oh uh, yeah. He's yeah. officially an old man. He's thirty years old. Yeah, celebrating the big three zero. Yeah, it's a terrible feeling. I've been there for about five months now. Yeah. But we can talk about your birthday was during. Oh um, my <laughs> god! Yeah, my birthday was smack dab in the middle of quarantine. So my birthday was in the middle of May, and that was before you could have ten people mm. indoors. Yeah. So my birthday was celebrated. <laughs> I was alone. And uh, <laughs> it was over FaceTime with uh, certain friends of mine. So uh, I'm usually very low-key and low-maintenance when it comes to birthdays, but even this year uh, <laughs> didn't do it for me. Yeah, so didn't even feel like I had a birthday. Yeah, that's, that's so weird. And, like, have you heard about, like, the drive-by birthdays or, like, the drive-by? I didn't even get a drive-by birthday. No, uh, didn't even get that. So uh, my wife's sister, or I guess my sister-in-law, um yes her birthday was in quarantine as well and we can actually transition this into who you should have around during this time oh who's right? in your bubble yeah yeah so we were at her at her parents place already a risk our circle i think has expanded a little too much i'd say even still but you really gotta think about who you're around because of the time that we're in um you never know who's at risk who's 
uh, at risk for having you know complications from this i know COVID, like when when we talk about it you research it and stuff like that it seems uh, it's like a respiratory disease we didn't even say that i guess mm. but yeah it's like a respiratory disease right or like a condition so individuals that are at risk you have no idea like my my grandma's like 90 something right she definitely if i got it maybe i would be okay right it just seemed like another uh, flu to me or like maybe even less than a flu right but for her that's like life-changing that's more life-ending right like you got to think about who's in your circle and in that circle who's in their circle right you could really extend i say like three degrees out so I know you, you know your parents, your parents know some other person, that person knows some other person that's three or four degrees away from you that could be affected. It's crazy who you really have to think about when this all breaks down and you're like, need to pick your, it's like my five, remember the cell phone yeah, company? Yeah, <laughs> Unlimited, right? Yeah. Yeah, you gotta pick your five. You're dating yourself, Michael. Yeah. I know. Everyone, already, everyone already knows you're 30, so yeah. Yeah. So, okay, was there anyone in your life that you kind of lost contact with that has really been a big deal? You're like, well, I guess I wasn't really that close or that person was really important to me after all. Yeah. I'll flip that question on you after. But, Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but I would say I'm I'm super like introverted. So most of my contacts are via text. And even still, it's like if you message me every three months, be like, yo, how's it going? I'd be like, it's like we talked yesterday. Like I wouldn't actually care. Right. So um, I don't know. Maybe I have like a handful of like close friends and that's actually how it is with them right like you and i talk we don't even talk throughout the week we talk on friday yeah. hey you want to go yeah okay let's go right like that's it yeah so like that's my that's my communication style with like literally everyone so it didn't affect me much how about you yeah i guess i would agree uh you know at the end of the day you really only have like a handful of really close people to you right I, you can't really have many more than that because how close of a relationship can you build with that number of people? So, I mean, in terms of best friends, I stayed in contact, you know, with them all during quarantine uh, through text messaging and video calling. And I'm kind of like you in terms of, you know, if we're going to do something together, we'll, we'll just plan it and then do it. I'm not a huge texter or like a phone caller or whatnot. So during, during quarantine, like my inner circle was basically the people that I see anyways. Right. So I didn't really notice a big difference. It's, been, it's really my inner circle. And outside of that would be like my clients that I see. So I just didn't get to see my clients, but I still got to see my inner circle, which was fine. Sounds like we're losers, eh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, we each know four people. Yeah. And, uh, so Michael and I make two of the four. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but imagine like a teenager. Like, they think their whole world, right? I'm actually not... I'm, I've been like this my whole life. But I would say, like, if I get in the mind of a teenager, back in my teens, I was the same, so it doesn't matter. But they probably have, like, ten people that are in their, like, clique, right? Yeah. That's nuts. It's weird, because I, I talk to teenagers, oh, yeah. like, as my clients, during uh, quarantine and that, when I was allowed to operate again. And uh, none of them really missed their friends, because, I mean, like, they were still... TikTok and, and what's happening and all that stuff, right? <laughs> As the kids do these days. Oh, okay. So really no one really missed school either. I was like, are you excited to go back to school? And no one said, yeah. I don't think anyone would say yeah to that, though. So wouldn't you say that if we were back in high school, I would definitely miss all the sports we played. 
Yeah, that would be. Well, there you go. Yeah. For me, it would be like the atmosphere of school at like how I used to operate in school. Like that's what I would miss. Yeah. Okay. Here's a little thing for anyone listening to this who's in high school or who's going into high school. The only good part of high school is all the sports you get to play. Like, like seriously, it's all the activities. Yeah, the extra stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only thing you remember about high school, at least for for me, anyways. It, Honestly, I don't remember any coursework. I no. remember the teachers too, though. I'm like, oh, that was an amazing teacher. No idea what I learned in that class. Yeah. yeah. You, you remember the teachers that were really, really good, and then like really, really bad. Yeah. And then you remember all the fun you you really had in high school. In terms of like the information and stuff like that, like you, no one ever says, "God, grade ten geography mm-hmm. was amazing." Oh, I remember that class. Though. Yeah, Michael go with it <laughs> <laughs> i hate the teacher that's why <laughs> i think we're getting a little off track here yeah yeah <laughs> but you know to wrap things back around to what we said you know during quarantine you could have taken two different outlooks on it, or two different paths you could have catastrophized you could have been you know low functioning right you could have just kind of sat at home watch tv eat potato chips mm-hmm. uh live off that two thousand dollar check every month and really not forwarded your life in any way Right. Mm -hmm. And don't get me wrong. Some people lost their jobs permanently. Some people have family members that got sick and died from COVID. Mm -hmm. Right. We're not talking about the people out there that were affected to that extent. Right. But just think, you know, you're 20, 25, 30 and, you know, you got a vacation and doing air quotes here from your job for we didn't even know how long. Right. Months. Right. Weeks to months. And you're just like, I'm going to kick it at home and I'm just going to chill. Right. Um, looking back, do you regret doing that? If you're someone that did do that, did you maybe wish, you know what? I didn't have to work then. I could have paid, you know, I put, I could put my focus on something else, right? I could have started a different business. I could have started something online. I could have started a Shopify, mm-hmm. uh, store online. And I think you and I took quarantine, you know, by the horns and we, we were productive and we did something looking back. Like it sounds like we're both proud on like how we spent our we we made no excuses for our lives in terms of covid yeah right yeah definitely and i think uh probably wrapping up like onto our last topic is like what the new normal looks like so i think i don't know do you have another topic you want to talk about no we talked about the three that i wanted to you know being productive versus being someone who was inactive or lazy we talked about you know work-life balance how you know i kind of saw the light in terms of taking it you know stepping back from work a little bit and spending time on other aspects of my life. Yeah. And then we talked about, you know, people to include in your bubble and finding out who really means a lot to you in life, who's important to you. Yeah. So let's end it with this fourth and final topic, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> what, yeah, what I wanted to talk about was the new normal. So for me as a, as an athletic therapist, TAing, so I'm teaching athletic therapists as well. I think I wear a mask 99% of the time. If I'm not in this house right now, I'm wearing a mask. And I get a lot of flack for that. Not flack, I mean, from other people. Like, why are you wearing a mask? It's more like I have to continuously remind them, hey, why are you wearing, like, put your mask above your nose. Like, how many times have you seen someone, like, the mask is below the nose but covering the mouth? I know for me that seems like common sense, but there's two holes coming out of your face in the front. Like, cover them. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I, I think it's such a new, it's such a different way of pe- for people to think about that never had to before. You're so not used to those things. And you and I are in the healthcare field, so we know we always have to change on a dime, right? Mm -hmm. Things will change with the government, things will change with people's health, right? So we have to be able to adapt. And you know that's what we did during our work, and that's something we had to do, right? But other people that are so not used to that are having such a hard time adapting to 
you know, just wearing a mask. But it, it's been proven that it reduces just the covering of those two holes in your face, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing knows. Um, proves that it just reduces the uh, amount of transmission. And that could be for the flu. That could be for, like, whatever. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. It just it happens to be something we don't have a vaccine for, right? So, so you think the new normal now is we're going to have to keep wearing these masks all the time until even probably after the vaccine, right? Well, like... A hundred percent. I think for me, unfortunately, I will always have to wear a mask in my job, right? Vaccine or no vaccine because of how many... For the rest of your life. I don't know. This is a bold prediction here, ladies and yeah, gentlemen. I don't I don't know for how long. Like when I... We, we get like a, a an update from the medical team and it said indefinitely, hmm. right? It didn't say, oh, in 2022 in the vaccine or whatever, mm-hmm. like whenever it comes out. Um, no, it just said indefinitely because they're planning that this is gonna be the new normal, right? <clears throat> when we're treating patients and we're touching their face with our hands, your eyes are two open mucous membranes. You could transmit a disease through that, right? That's crazy. It's crazy to think about. It's crazy that maybe patients don't know that, but um, that's a possibility. That was a possibility beforehand, right? And if people are more educated now about this stuff and the government tells them these things, then, yeah, I think masks for us or shields or some sort of coverings yeah. will be a consistent thing. You'll, you'll get patients that don't or practitioners that don't do it and don't abide by these laws, and we already see that, right? But if you're going to be proper about it, I think it's going to be in some way, shape, or form a new normal, for at least for the healthcare field. I, I think it's funny with how we have to wear masks all day long. Uh, you know, clients come in, patients yeah. come in, and they go, God, you know what? I got to wear this mask for 15 minutes. Like, yeah. give me a break. Yeah. And meanwhile, you and I are wearing that for like 12 hours, 12 hours and nonstop. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, our nose, you know, our noses, you get pimples all over your face and you get right. these marks. It yeah. chafes. It gets red. Remember when I had that suntan? So I worked outside for all the summer and dead like that crazy heat with a mask on. I had a mask tan where I had a line coming from my ear to my freaking nose. It was the weirdest thing. It's, um. It's crazy. You know, even, uh, I think this is really going to affect, I think it's going to cause a lot of jaw issues putting the, putting a mask yeah. on because the force that the mask has on, right? If it's tight, yeah. it retracts your jaw or it pushes your jaw backwards. Yeah. Right. Almost like you're making a, a double chin kind of, if you notice like my jaw, I'm feeling it right now. It's a, it's a lot more sore. I never had jaw issues, mm-hmm. but I've had a lot of clients comment on yeah. jaws, right? Their jaw pain and uh, new headaches. Things like that. So I think, you know, wearing this mask for the next year or two, right? I think a lot of people are going to be getting some jaw pain and things like that. There's, yeah, it's uh, a new normal. Yeah. And and gloves. Like, I see people wearing gloves all the time. I have to wear gloves all the time. It's, uh, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to go with all these different types of people. Yeah. I had a girl the other day and she said, you know, I thought my moneymaker was my smile. But, you know, she puts, you know, putting the mask on that covers it up completely. Oh, I have a good story before we go. So I'm checking these um, these kids in for soccer, right? And I have my hat on, my sunglasses on, my mask on, and my gloves on. And it's a little chilly, so I have a jacket. So you can imagine, you can't see an inch of my face. I make a joke to a pa- like a parent, not an edgy joke in any way, but like, um, I don't know, just something that you'd have to see my facial expression in order to get, right? You couldn't see my facial expression, my eyes, anything. And the parent just looked dead at me while I'm you know, like 
scanning his kid. And I was like, oh my God. I didn't realize until afterwards. I'm like, I go to just naturally take off my glasses and I realized that a parent couldn't see any facial expression. I think that's going to be a big issue moving forward, right? Like we gauge uh, each other individually. Based Absolutely. Off of our, yeah, based off our yeah. um, visual interaction or I guess that communication. I, I think something going right off of that too, a big prediction here. Think about dating and meeting new people. Oh, are, are you going to go up to like, you know, a girl or a guy in a coffee shop with your mask on and start talking to them? That's weird. Are you right? going to give them a COVID pre-test, like pre-screening too? Like you can't, you can't even see their face, right? Yeah. You know, what, what's attract, what attracts you to people? Their smile, right? That's a very uh, welcoming gesture, right? When you see someone with a mask on, right? it's very closed off, standoffish. I think it's going to be a lot harder for people to meet mm-hmm. in real life. So I think online dating is really going to take off. How else are you going to meet people? But I, I think, yeah, I totally agree with you. But I think the communication or the, the amount of effort you invest is, in, is going to be more intentional. So it's like, all right, I'm putting most of my energy into this one person online because when I meet them, I got to know that they're not sick, that mm-hmm. they're not like, mm-hmm. that it's safe, right? So mm-hmm. you're going to invest a lot more time yeah. in these individuals and not just go and spread yourself so thin. Yeah, well, now there's COVID dates. Right. Okay. You could you could do a video chat date. You can meet up and be in separate cars or like, you know, go on a picnic table outside. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, dating is changing, oh, Michael. Yeah. But you know what? We can we can talk about dating in another podcast. Yeah. I think that about wraps up, you know, what we wish we knew about quarantine. Yeah. I think we learned. I learned a lot for from quarantine. Yeah. Me too. And it looks like it's going to happen again. Yeah. It's uh, I think it's going to be around for quite a while. Yeah. Everyone, let us know your comments on this topic. Yeah, I would love to hear it. Yeah. Definitely. Even like those individuals that aren't in hotspot. Like we're in Toronto. That's a hotspot, and it will be a hotspot for a while, right? But yeah. like people from up north, like if you're listening to this, like let us know what it's like up there, right? Do you even wear masks? Like is the population so isolated that no one has a case, therefore it just go about your regular day i don't know absolutely everyone else that's also at toronto just write in the comments below <laughs> how sick and tired you are of hearing about toronto yeah okay. sure that too. yeah so i think that wraps it up so that's it for episode seven yeah thanks for joining us